Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 23 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's going on, good people? I was hype just now, right? I was hype. Now, first of all, it is about 8 p.m. The time has gotten away from me today. So in the midst of, you know, me doing my thing and doing what has to be done for my daughter and picking up and dropping off and grocery store and getting back to the crib to cook dinner and so on and so forth. It is what it is, right? So I was hyped because it reminded me of the saying, by any means necessary. And the cool thing about this whole process, for me anyway, is that I'm really putting into action, one, accountability, Two, consistency. And three, the idea of by any means necessary. So I was listening to a little speech. I don't know where it was, but it was Tony Robbins. I may have already said this. Doesn't matter because it's worth repeating. So Tony said, uh, there are two types of people. There are the people who, and don't quote me, this is not verbatim. But there are two types of people. There are people who operate from a space of should. I should do this. I should do that. And then there are those who operate from a space of must. I must do this. I must do that. And the doers in the world who appear to have more time, which we all know they don't, operate from that space of must. And that's what today got me thinking about because I was in a car trying to record because I have a um, a little uh, portable mic that I can take and put it in my iPhone and actually had started recording, but my daughter got in the car and she got to talking. So I just scratched that. And, you know, I was looking at the clock and again and holding myself accountable. I said Wednesday, every Wednesday. I want to make sure I record a podcast. That's that's my charge to myself. And I'm publicly kind of declaring that. And it would be easy to say I don't have time. First of all, because I'm doing, I, I have a lot of other things that I really need to be doing at this very moment right now. So it got me to thinking about by any means necessary, what does that really mean? Because we often talk about willpower, and I used to buy into that notion of willpower, but I don't anymore. I just don't, because it it has to be something more than willpower. To me, willpower, it, it kind of, it reminds me of being in a space of forcing, like I'm forcing myself. And don't get me wrong. Can you do it? Oh, absolutely. We already know that. I've said this before. 
course, you can force yourself to do many things. You can give yourself a time frame. You know, if you're going on a trip and you're making some type of goal, whether it's financial, whether it's, you know, fitness. Yes, you can use that time frame as kind of a hmm, guide. Or, or, or a tool of pressure to put on yourself to make it happen. But we all know once that time frame is gone, it's over. Typically, you're going to revert back to whatever it was you was doing before. So last night, as I was thinking about posting today, I wanted to, to title this Why Quick Fixes Don't Work. But mm, I'll talk about that later, maybe Friday. But today specifically got me to thinking about this by any means necessary. By any means necessary. So as I'm coming back into the house this evening, I read that Tommy Ford has died. And this is Big Tommy from The Martin Show. You know, Tommy who ain't got no job. Yeah, that Tommy. And I was like, dang, how old is Tommy? Couldn't have been any more than 50 or so. Like, what is going on? And I looked and he was only 52. Apparently, you know, he had an aneurysm that ruptured. And his abdomen that's been um, abdomen that's been reported. And I was just like, damn. There goes another one. I want to speak specifically to his situation or his condition because I don't know. You know, I wouldn't want to be disrespectful to his family. But I'm just speaking in general. Because I know many others of who I do know their specific conditions. It's just something out of order when we're dying at 50 years old. There is something out of order when we're dying at 60 years old. That ain't right. And it's like we go through these waves. When something like this happens, then... My bad. <laughs> when something like this happens, we get into this sentimental stage, right? And, and typically when it's someone close to us, right? So, um, let's see, you know, someone we know, family member, they go before their time. Let us, you know, the phrase that we use, we start to think about our own health. But it's always temporary. It's never long lasting. It's, it's never, you know, it's never enough to really trigger us into saying, whoa, this is a wake up call. I really have to do something different now. And as I'm, you know, I'm pondering over this thing, like I said, and I, I scratch what I initially wanted to talk about because it really comes down to deciding this health thing. And it means so much to me because I hate to see people suffer unnecessarily. I hate to see people die prematurely. And it comes down to a self-decision. You can read every book you want to read. And by all means, please do. You can look at every video you want to look at. And all by all means, please do. Every audio. I think all of those are wonderful. But until you make the ultimate decision... That I'm going to change my life by any means necessary. Until you get fed up with yourself. Nothing changes. 
that's the key. There is no key. <laughs> there is no magic pill. There is no, there is no magic solution. It is you deciding you want to change your life for the better. You want to live longer. You want your legacy to be different. It, it really is that simple. It really is that simple. There is time. There's always time. If you, 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 you're taking time every moment of the day to do something. There's always time. If you were to get out a sheet of paper tomorrow or on your phone and document every hour, just jot down. Have an alarm to go off at every hour from 8 to 8. We won't even go past 8 p.m. And jot down what you're doing every hour. And then go back and look at it. Oh, of course there's time. Come on. There's time. There's time. You are your greatest assignment. How can you not have time for yourself? I was guilty of this. I think many women often are. Because we put, you know, we have a giving and nurturing spirit. Which is why I love being a woman. The, the, the feminine aspect of being a woman, I'm confused by the feminine movement. I don't want to be like a man. I don't want to do what a man does. I love my man because he's a man. And he does what he does. But there is something about being a woman that doesn't compare. I have no desire to do what a man does or to be what a man is. You can take that for whatever you want. But I'm just saying, I, I, I don't. <laughs> And again, you know, typically my day starts and I like to use myself for an example. I always like to use myself for an example because I think you should walk your talk. And and I certainly don't have it all together, which is why I love life. I love life because it's a constant journey. I love life because it's constantly testing and you and 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 the beauty the beauty in life is that it's the same in business. You adjust. You do, and then you adjust. You assess, you do, assess, and adjust. And that cycle continues over and over and over and over again. There, there, there is no ending point until you tap out. And tapping out means literally you out. <laughs> you have transitioned from this life to the next. That's what that means. But at what point, like I crack up when the most unhealthiest people I know try to check me on being healthy. Well, you know, you can't work yourself to death. You, you know, you gotta, ain't you tired? Nigga, you tired and you doing what you don't want to do every day. So if I'm tired because I'm doing what I want to do, I'll take that. If I'm tired because I'm striving to be, and again, this is not about mm, forcing. Like I have goals. So today I did not accomplish all that I want to accomplish. All right. First of all, I typically like to, just a quick snap, snapshot. I typically like to be up at, at 430. You know, this past week, I haven't been in the gym because, you know, I've been kind of letting my back get back right. And by the way, update, feeling good like I knew I would at a strong 90% better, I would say. So, um, man, MSM sulfur, baby, inflammation, pain, injuries, put that in, keep that in your arsenal. But anyway, 
So, you know, typically I like to be up at 4.30. I like to go to the, um, the gym at, be the gym by, what time do I get to the gym? 5? 5.30? Yeah. Be back at the crib, do a little reading, see my daughter off, do our thing together, and, um, and then get my day flowing. Well, working on a project and I went, you know, got to bed late last night and working with uh, the good brother Tahuti on something. Um, I have so much respect for the brother, so, so much respect for the brother and him and what it is that he's doing and his mission. And, um, and so I'm just honored to, to be able to, to, to be able to work with the brother and I'm honored to be able to serve, you know, not only with my, um, you know, business and, and technology talents, but just with my love for health and wellness. And if you don't know who Tahuti is, you gotta check them out at tahutimaaturaherbs.com. And, um, you know, everything that you need, he got it. <laughs> Any herbal supplement, cleanse, you know, spiritual tools, whatever it is, he got it. Um, but anyway, so that's what my normal flow is. All right. So I had to pick my daughter up from school today. She stayed out to school, had to get her to the tutor. Too much for me to come back to the house. I hang out at the library with my work top, with my um, laptop while she finishes. Boom, get to the grocery store. Boom, get back to the house and cook. And again, looking at the time frame today, I'm like, okay, shoot. I got to get it in. It's the should versus the must. Like, I've decided that this is important. Yeah, 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 Rook. So what you saying? You saying all that to say what? I'm saying all of that to say, find one thing to be consistent with. One. Just one. You may already have that one thing. Find one thing to stay consistent with and stay consistent with that. I don't even care if it has nothing to do with health or wellness. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Because the same skills are transferable to health and wellness. Even though we find that a lot of people have not figured out how to transfer those skills. Some people are like the bomb in business, but their health is trash or vice versa. But just find the one thing or create one thing to stay consistent in. And, and you take that and build on that, and that expands to everything else. That expands, it, it, it will expand. I don't, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Well, how long is that going to I get tired of hearing that question. How long that's going to take? Why? Why does it matter? You got a death deadline? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how long it takes. Just commit to it. Believe in a process and commit to it. Man, it is really serious. And I don't like, see, I, I'm kind of in between, right? Because I like spitting the real in regard to the condition of our body and our health right now and how serious it is. But I don't want to instill fear into people. I don't want you to be fearful of death because that's no good either. 
you, you attract that into your life. You attract illness and sickness into your life. This is why so many people get the flu. There's a spiritual aspect of every single thing. Your mind, my God, is so powerful. It is so powerful. I was telling my daughter when I stopped by the grocery store, and she looks at me sometimes like I'm weird. It's just little things that I picked up on now. Little things that just I've shifted. People can say it's a coincidence. They can say I'm overthinking it, whatever. But, you know, the grocery store, you know, typically people come in. Everybody's antsy. Everybody wants to check out first. Nobody wants to wait. And it was whatever. I was just chilling. So I saw one lady. She was going from aisle to aisle. You could see she was unpaid. She was not, you know, she was ready to go. And I was just chilling, looking around. Typically, I have my phone because I would just read while I'm, I'm waiting. But anyway, so I was just chill. And the next thing I know, a lady just came up. I was like, okay, ma'am, I can take you over here. I was like, all right, cool. And, and, and maybe that's not the best example, but the point that I'm trying to make, I've noticed just little things of me changing my overall energy, even down to traffic. Like, <laughs> you might want to say, well, what you trying to say is like, there's some magic or something. It really is. Like me changing my whole flow, my whole energy. There's something about where I am and where I go. Things seem to align in my favor. It is not an accident. It's not an accident. And so the, the pursuit of health and wellness, right? It, it has to be by any means necessary. You would never give up on your child. I would hope not. Even if it took them three years to learn how to walk, you wouldn't give up on them, would you? Even if they had some illness, right? And it, and it continued to just be, just be prolonged. Would you have a cutoff date? Well, they didn't. It's been, let's see, 16 months. Girl, I guess you're going to have this for the rest of your life. Like, how can you believe in every single person outside of you? How can you have faith? And not give up on others, but constantly give up on yourself. How, how, how can you get to a point where, well, the dream hasn't happened by now. So I guess that's it. How, when does that happen? When does that happen when we settle with just basic, just ordinary? Just this is when I heard somebody say to me. I already know I probably, I don't care. You know, it was like, I, I probably, I'm pretty sure I'm going to die early. But, you know, I like, you know, it just, this runs in my family and that runs in my family. And, you know, I know the way that I eat. So, it's fine. And I don't have no problem with that because they've accepted that. And I can guarantee you that will be their truth. They've already made it their truth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. These people you see walking around saying, I'm just big boned. Yep. You never have to worry about your body changing because you've already accepted that. But on a deeper level, your mind, your spirit has accepted that. And that thought 
equals a vibration. And that's what the universe responds to, vibration. It responds to vibration. And that's why like attracts like. <laughs> like attracts like. And so as the day goes on, the weeks go on, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be alive. Like as the world goes mad, I and I'm I'm really learning to figure this thing out. Doesn't mean that it's perfect, doesn't mean that there aren't challenges, but the beautiful part is I know I'm working. I know I'm getting better. I know I'm learning. That's the most important piece. And that's what I really want to tie into. And, and, and maybe I'll just shift that to um Friday, maybe. Why quick fixes don't work because you've skipped the journey and what made the journey so important. It was what you were learning in the process. There was some character development going on. There was some habit changes going on and you cannot get that with a quick fix. You know, someone sent me, <laughs> you know, something about some little shake tea, some foolishness. And I don't mean to call it foolishness because I don't like to discourage people. If you find some crap that you think, you know, gets you going and gets you motivated and excited. I mean, there are only a few things that I will speak very, very um, absolute about that I that I think could be dangerous. But a lot of these things, you can do it and, and you'll see some effects with your body because it's common sense. Common sense says if you're not eating anything and you're taking in all uh, liquids, of course you're going to lose weight. The question is, are you going to drink liquids every day for the rest of your life? Of course you're not. So what you going to do when you revert back to eating food every day? Hmm. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. The journey has to be by any means necessary. Whatever you got to do to get it in. If you can hone in on one thing to do every day. Would it, and it may not even be every day. It could be just one day out of the week. Lock into that and stay consistent with that. First of all, the motivation that you're going to get from seeing yourself do it. It becomes discouraging. Most people's frustration becomes, it comes from watching your own self procrastinate. It comes from watching your own self set goals and not, not reach them. And you become disappointed and frustrated so much so you no longer desire to set goals. You settle into this. I'm just accepting myself the way that I am. You know, everybody can't do so-and-so. And sometimes you should just be grateful for what you have and where you are. And you know all of that is bullcrap. You know all of that's bullcrap. But it's a defense mechanism that we use so that we won't de de um, so that we won't disappoint ourselves. That's the word I'm looking for. Don't let you down. Don't let you down. And the beautiful part about all of it is even if whatever that habit you begin to try, even if you don't hit it in the ways that you want to hit it, you still shouldn't be disappointed because it's the effort. You know when you've put forth a true effort, even when you failed, you've put, you know that there was some activity and in that activity, you're learning. That's what I love about studying successful people. 
They're so successful because they failed so many times. It was in the failing that they learned. It was in the failing that they learned, oh, this doesn't work. Ooh, should have did this a little differently this way. I just think it's heartbreaking. I think it's heartbreaking to see our children possibly their lifespan end up being less than their parents. I'm already seeing the parents' lifespans who are less than their parents. And it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And until we adopt them by any means necessary, everybody got an excuse. It has to be a, well, I'll do it. If nobody else will, if it's too much for everybody else, I'll do it. But until then, this is it. This is it. There's a Maya, there's a Maya Angelou quote. I don't want to mess it up. And, um, dang, what does it say? And it says there's, um, what is it? There's no greater agony than an untold story inside of you. And to me, when you don't live to your true potential, to your absolute best, that's your story dying inside of you. And I think that's why so many people are depressed. I think that's why so many people are unhappy. It's an agony. It, it's a great pain to have dreams and aspirations, to see yourself, to know deep down that you are better and greater than what your physical eyes see. But to know that you've just decided it's too much. It's too much. You've decided to allow life to win. And that's painful. And it's a terrible way to live life. To know that you could possibly be here. Who knows? 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years. And to carry that. For that lifetime. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But that's all I got, y'all. There's always time. There's always time. And if you want to make it happen, <laughs> you got to do it by any means necessary. Well, until next time, peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.